With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. It's the Ray Appleton Podcast from KMJ and KMJNow.com. You know, I think one of the reasons why this show might be successful, and that is thanks to you, and by every stand in the radio business, it's one of the most successful local programs in the country. I think one of the reasons that it does exceed the norm is I'm not an alarmist. I'm not a conspiracy freak. But I think it's time. And I never thought I would say this in my 53, 54 years of radio. It's been a long time. But the time has come, and I never thought these words would come out of my mouth, that we have to possibly start bracing ourselves for World War III. After the comments today by Putin and Biden, the suspension of the U.S. nuclear treaty by Putin, the possibility of them getting together with the Chinese and crossing the Chinese crossing the red line with the most stern warning from the EU that's ever been, you know, uh, thrown at 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 a, at a country with a differing ideology. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm upset. I'm very worried, especially with the the fact that we do not have a coherent leader right now. We are in a in a period of high inflation and high energy costs. We're no longer manufacturing our own energy. What have I been telling you for years, a couple of years since since this particular president did away with all that? If we're not in charge of our own water, borders, food supply, energy, we are ripe for the taking, and our enemies have finally realized that. We've been taken by the throat here. Also in a situation where we are not as united as an American people as we should be, and that's apparent by something new that has developed. There are a number of reasons out there why we're divided. But there is a new racism being ratcheted up that I I've, would have never thought I would see against Nikki Haley from Whoopi Goldberg. There was another individual on MSNBC named, uh, named Wajahat Ali who called her an alpha Karen with brown skin. Getting back to Goldberg, she used the same insult that numerous critics have called for CNN's anchor to lose his job, Don Lemon. And we'll go through all that today. Here is a 51-year-old woman who's had a very successful political career and wants to do better as president. She thinks she can do better than the status quo. Instead, women and minorities, and you know I don't like using that term anymore because we're all Americans, instead of rallying around her and, you know, lauding her for her successes, she's being chopped apart for her ethnicity by those very people, the so-called minorities. Now, Don Lemon... He's going to return to work on Wednesday after formal training in the aftermath of his sexist, horrible, racist comments. And if you think anybody would be sensitive to comments like the comments he made, it would be a black gay man. But he's shown what a racist bigot with a KKK mentality he has of all his own. And unfortunately, he's in the business of, of, business of spewing out the news, which is nothing more than, you know, the world according to Lemon. And no doubt you've heard there is a cadre of female employees at CNN who identified themselves as liberal, progressive, centrist. They've given the network an ultimatum. They will leave if he is not fired. Don Lemon. They will leave. And apparently that um, line in the sand is going to be crossed tomorrow. 
Now, I, I realize the president spoke today. We're going to be talking about that. Hopefully, we'll be listening to some of that speech. I'm going to have Michael chop some up and get it ready for us. You know, since his first day in office, the White House pledge from his administration is they were going to bring transparency and truth back to government, promising to realize that campaign promise really plays at his aides. It's really driving the White House absolutely crazy. It's driving a wedge through the, the, the White House has taken two sides. And this is proven to be more complicated as the public is now clamoring for more answers from Biden, like military jets downing Chinese surveillance balloons. Why are four or five mysterious things still flying around? One has been seen over Hawaii as recently as yesterday. The nuclear threat directed at our face from Russia. The White House is having a major meltdown on how to cope with this open dishonesty of the President of the United States. Obama's former doctor, we talked about this last week, says the White House is going to sugarcoat the Biden physical. This is a doctor who also has attended to Biden in the past. There is so much more under the microscope now with this president. And there is a danger to us all that um, if things are not discussed openly, we may never survive this period. Now, getting to the latest threats of war, getting we'll get to that. Kevin McCarthy is offering Tucker Carlson. Not that I'm a Tucker Carlson fan. I am not. Access to the footage from the January the 6th riot. He's offered 41,000 hours of video footage documenting what happened on January the 6th, raising eyebrows at what some people have said were security concerns on that day. What does that mean? So McCarthy's handing over 41,000 hours of surveillance footage, and Carlson's crew... Uh, is going to go through it, and he says, he being Kevin McCarthy, says the camera angles and all of the access from several angles on the Capitol grounds during the riot, there is some legitimate reason as to why this footage has remained secret. And by definition, this, this video is going to reveal it. Now, what are we expecting to see? I will share a little later. I want to thank Clint Olivier for hanging out on Friday. First, I was going to go out of town. Then I wasn't going to go out of town. Then I did go out of town, So, and at the last moment, I got the day off fully. I didn't even realize that Monday was a holiday, so it was a bonus. And I went up to a friend's cabin, did a little fishing, cleared my head. I really needed it. I want to thank uh, Blake Taylor for making the arrangements to get out of here and clear my head after some of the problems I've had with moving. Hopefully, I'm still in the hotel. Hopefully, it's been over a month. Uh, when the kitchen is completed, and that may start tomorrow, um, I probably will be able to move back into the house and finally get everything out of the garage and move into the house. I hope we'll see. So anyway, um, you all know my friend Serge, our friend Serge, a musician in Kiev. I had a talk with him while Joe Biden was visiting uh, Zelensky in that surprise trip. And it's interesting to note, even though we have Putin rattling the nuclear saber today, he tells me that Kiev or Kiev, if you prefer, is now full of electricity, meaning they got all the power back. People have gone back to work. The stores are somewhat full again. What he worries about and what he's worried about nationally is there's no, the medical um, aspect of society has fallen because of the constant attacks. And he's worried, as many are worried, about disease taking over in uh, Ukraine. So we'll see. Uh, I credit the president for going there. I appreciate the fact that he's found more money to give to the Russians. I know there are some on my team politically that have said we've given too much money, the speaker being one, 
to me, you can't give enough money to fight old Soviet tyranny, having lived through that the first time during the Cold War in the 60s. Um, those were dangerous times. Speaking of that, what are the three most dangerous cities in California that you could live in? Can you name them? Do you know who they are? Are you, are you worried about us being on that list of three? I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to keep you waiting. We are not on that list. Thanks to people like Jerry Dyer and Paco Balderrama. Sure, they're conservative. Fine. Sure, they lean to the right. Fine. That keeps you safe to enjoy whatever politics you want to enjoy because this is America, a country that I will fight for even at my age. Somebody I've always admired in the Democratic Party in California is Anna Caballero. She is a farmer's friend. She is a state senator now whose district includes the city of Selma. She is calling for a full-time credit audit of the suspected cop killer. Well, he's not suspected, but you know i got to say that. Nathaniel Dixon. This is after the DA, Lisa Smithcamp, even yours truly, after getting the numbers and doing the math, you know, have questioned the California Corrections Department of Rehabilitation of giving that suspect undeserved time credits that cut him loose early that led to him killing that young cop who never was able to see his child born. Now, call Anna what you want. Oh, God forbid she's a centrist. Uh, She always seems to come through in these moments when we need a little brain power, a little rational brain power in the Democratic Party up in Sacramento, and I I thank her for this. President Carter is in hospice, uh, indicating his time is near. I send my sympathy, my prayers. Former city council person Cynthia Sterling, who I believe served the city from 2003 to about 2011. Her son was shot, killed, while visiting a hookah lounge at a party on Sunday. Um, I don't think we know enough about this to make any comments, and I, I wouldn't want to. But here's another grieving mother who's lost a son. And I was just talking about how safe it is here at Fresno. Yeah. Right. Um, so here it is. Zelensky is warning of World War III if China allies with Putin. Putin has suspended the U.S. nuclear treaty, telling Russians that the West wants to finish us forever, which is complete crap. And we all know that. The EU has given China a, a huge warning, the biggest that they can give that if China arms Russia, they're going to be crossing that red line. So let's get with the going today on KMJ and the subject matter at hand, which I never thought I was going to have to talk about. But that's where we will lead um, in times of what could lead to World War III. I mean, God protect us all. I hope I'm wrong. And uh, I pray that I'm wrong. This is KMJ. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with Cheap Caribbean Vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. The Ray Appleton Podcast. It's free. KMJnow.com. It doesn't look good, 
And unfortunately, we don't know, you know, how much is just a bunch of bluster and how much of this is very real. The president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, announced that he's going to be suspending Russia's participation in the only agreement between itself and the United States that regulates the nuclear arsenals. So today, with his address in front of the country's parliament, he reiterated this this long list of grievances that are, are just complete crap, and we know they are, for Russia being in Ukraine, including claims about neo-Nazis in the Ukrainian government and NATO aggression. He also announced Russia would be halting its participation in the New START Treaty. Now, he was cautious about that announcement. He says, I have to say that Russia is suspending its participation in New START. I repeat, not withdrawing from the treaty, just merely suspending its in participation. Now, the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, called Putin's announcement a deeply unfortunate and irresponsible. <laughs> I could come up with better words than that, sir. Adding that uh, we'll be watching carefully to see what Russia actually does. He added that the U.S. is willing to start talks about a new treaty at any time with Russia. Uh, irrespective of anything else that goes on in the world. Barack Obama, uh, Dmitry Metrediv, Metrediv, I always had trouble with his name, signed that treaty in 2010 to manage the nuclear arsenals. And the two sides agreed to extend it just days before its expiration uh, a year ago in this month. Well, two years ago. For another five, this was going to be extended for another five years to 2026. The Per the agreement, Moscow and Washington committed to a maximum of 1,550 strategic nuclear warheads on a deployed intercontinental ballistic missiles or deployed submarine-launched ballistic-type missiles, and a maximum of 700 deployed ICBMs. It's a long list, and SBLMs, and uh, heavy bombers, by the way, that's also on the list, 800 deployed and non-deployed ICBM launchers, uh, SLBM launchers, heavy bombers equipped for nuclear armaments. I mean, it sounds like we have enough crap between us to blow up the world 30 times over. Each side can conduct as many as 18 inspections of nuclear weapon sites to annually ensure each other is compliant with the treaty, though both sides agreed to pause that provision in March of 2020 due to the coronavirus. And the two sides were set to meet in November in Egypt to start talks about resuming inspections, but Russia postponed it. Of course. So, naturally... The events unfolding inside and around Ukraine in this particular case impact that. That's a statement from the Russia's deputy foreign minister. Arms control and the dialogue in the sphere cannot be immune to what is happening around the bigger picture, which is quite complicated and largely disquietly playing a huge role, whatever that means, Mr. Foreign Minister. Now, the State Department revealed late last month that Russia has not been compliant with any aspect of the treaty due to its decision last August to stop allowing inspectors. Russia is not complying with its obligation under the New START Treaty to facilitate inspection activities on their own territory. That was a State Department spokesman on January the 31st. Russia's refusal to facilitate inspection activities prevents the U.S. from exercising important rights under the treaty and threatens the viability of of U.S.-Russian nuclear arms control. Biden, he's agreed to an extension of the New START Treaty in 2021, although the U.S. withdrew from 
two other Cold War era agreements during Donald Trump's presidency due to alleged Russian violations. So, I mean, you know, throughout the war in Ukraine, which, you know, is reaching its one-year mark, Putin has threatened to use low-yield nuclear weapons if necessary, though Western officials seemingly believe the threat of such an action has actually lessened until today. Now, Zelensky, I, I would do the same. He's warned of World War III if China allies with Russia. He warned this yesterday. The comments came, you know, the, the same day President Joe Biden made a surprise trip to Kiev. And two days after U.S. intelligence officials revealed that they believe China is considering sending lethal aid to Vladimir Putin's forces. Quote, For us, it is important that China does not support the Russian Federation in this war. That's the Ukrainian president telling the, the German daily. According to Reuters, in fact, I would like to be I would like it to be on our side at the moment. However, I don't think it's that's possible. I don't think the Chinese will be joining up with Ukraine at all. But I do see an opportunity for China to make a pragmatic assessment of what's going on here, Zelensky said. Because if China allies itself with Russia, there will be a world war. And I do think that China is aware of that. President Xi is um not stupid. Putin is. And I think uh, the actions of China to this point have indicated that they've been waiting for Putin to just kind of blow himself out. Uh, Blinken, you know, I've told you about him. He warned China on Saturday there would be horrible consequences if the Chinese con- communist country sent lethal support to Russia. Um, what is scary is... The, the, the suspension of the, the START Treaty and the EU talking about that red line. The EU claims that it has warned, and I hope they have, Communist China, that supplying arms to Russia would cross a big red line and have dire consequences. That's a good thing. Uh, will the Chinese listen? Is the EU serious? Now, how much power does the EU have? I'm not sure. You know, I'm not really sure. Um, there's a guy by the name of Josep Borrell. He's the EU's grandiosely titled High Representative for Foreign Affairs and Security Policy. Uh, he had a recent meeting with Wang Yi, who's the director of the Office of uh, Central Foreign Affairs Commission of the Chinese Communist Party. I asked him not to do that expressing not only our concern, but that is a fact for us. It would be a red line in our relationship. This is Burrell. The the EU itself is deeply involved in conflict, funding, arming, and training Ukrainian forces, as we all know. Uh, But to what degree? He told me that they're not going to do it. They don't plan to do it. Okay. Now, he's a Spanish, this guy, uh, Josep Burrell, is a Spanish Socialist Party workers a politician turned highly you know, paid Eurocrat. He said the meeting with the individuals in the Chinese Communist Party um, gave him confidence that there's going to be Sino-Russian relationships but no arms being traded to Putin. Now, the foreign minister of Sweden, just to get a little technical here, 
who currently holds a rotating presidency of the European Council, concurred that a decision by China to supply Russia with arms would have definite ugly consequences, of course. The foreign minister, Tobias Bilstrom, perhaps cognizant of the uh, relative, you know, irrelevance to world affairs in his country, uh, Sweden being, you know, threatened directly by Putin, uh, not even a NATO member and unlikely to become one until it submits to Turkish demands of enforcing de facto blasphemy laws, you know, adding that his government is standing side by side with the United States and they're on message, not going to waver. So who is the real threat? It's obviously the leader of Russia. We keep seeing jibs and jabs of, of G2 intelligence that say the, the hierarchy of the Russian generals is very, very upset with the body losses, the loss of life um, in this war with Ukraine. And they're very upset with their leader for not either getting this done uh, or the inability of the Russian army to get it done. So we keep thinking that ultimately somebody's going to be taking him out, him being Putin. And there may be some kind of coup. And the world can start thinking rationally again. We can only pray that that's true. But so far, after a year, I mean, there's been no attempt. There's been nothing. Nothing. So is that G2 reliable? I, I, I leave this with you if you want to make any comments at all. 490-5858, and the toll-free number from anywhere, you know, 800-776-5858. Uh, again, one of the reasons I think that we're successful here at KMJ is we're not a bunch of alarmists. Um, we we don't like to portray things in conspiratorial tones. Uh, we like to use our heads, our rationale. This is just a time when the things are stacking up uh, in a direction that could be something very ugly for us all down the road that I never thought I would see in my adult lifetime, genuinely. And to be mentally aware and prepared uh, is one thing. Let's hope if this happens, this terrible act of war, that we're prepared in other ways too. And I don't know under the leadership of the current individual in the White House. All right? Give me a call if you have thoughts. These are very serious times, and I'm not kidding. Uh, I'm nervous. The Ray Appleton Podcast, right now. It's free. KMJnow.com. All right, forgive me with all this this talk of doom and gloom. I forgot to mention, we still have boxing tickets. Yo! March the 25th, big fight, Richard Colmey, former champion. Jose Ramirez, former champion. Gonna be big, gonna be ugly. I can't wait. This is going to be a great fight. Now... Of course you can see it on ESPN, of course, but you can also be there. I mean, this is big-time fun stuff when Jose fights, all right? So we'll give those tickets away before 2 today, I promise you. Phone calls about Russia, you know, suspending the nuke deal and Biden's visit to uh, Ukraine. Edward, welcome to KMJ. What's up? Hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Um, Yeah. I can't believe Biden went to Ukraine instead of going to the train wreck. I mean, that's just on President's Day. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's it doesn't make any sense. Thing. Yeah, I mean, he's no, better spent in, in Ohio than over there, but I understand this, you know, the symbology of it all. Yeah, I, I, but the thing with 
you know, I'd love to see Putin taken out. I think everybody would. But Biden doesn't have the cojones to even say anything or do anything. It seems like all he likes is illegals coming in and cost us money and and just writing checks to Ukraine and everybody else. It's unbelievable. The anyway, the reason that this is all... Okay, thank you, Edward. The reason this is all happening right now is because Biden has exposed our soft white underbelly as a country. I mean, this has really proven we have got to have strong leaders in the White House. Period. End of statement. Over and done. He is the weakest president probably in history. Frank, go right ahead. Hi. Hey. Hi, Ray. Hey. Uh, Along that same line, Biden going to Ukraine, to me, it's like sticking your nose and waving your fingers in front of Putin because we all know, including Putin, that Biden is weak. I agree with you. I agree with your callers. And this guy, to do that secretly, you know, you know, if he would have said publicly he was going to or thinking about going to the Ukraine, he would have got backlash. Don't do it. Don't do it. And, and we all watched the videos. He looked like a frail old man. And that's not a good look for the United States. Not a good look for him. And I believe, I truly believe, Ray, because, you know, I'm 67, so I got a lot of history. I, I believe he's, he's, he's got an edge to him that he wants a war. He wants a war because, you know, the history, the U.S. has, has done well during wars, you know, economically and such. And you know what a mess we're in right now. Maybe he sees this as the answer. Maybe his people see this as the answer. But I thought it was a bad look on us to go walking in there. And, of course, you know, he wants to, he wants to look good to the U.S., the, the American people, like he's got cojones, and we know he does it. And you can tell by the way he was walking he does it. You know, it's not like, oh, look at that man. He's got a lot of cojones. No, he was weak, frail, and it was a bad look. I just, that's my comments. Your comments are right on. I thought the exact same thing. How does this look to the rest of the world? The rest of the world always looks to the West. They look to the commander-in-chief of the United States of America to be that, that block, that piece of granite that everybody can lean on when times get tough. And unfortunately, if we lean on this guy, we're going to knock him over and probably kill him. You know, he'll have a heart attack or something. Um, this goes to show that Trump wasn't all that bad, right? I can guarantee you, I, I, I can flat guarantee you that if Trump were still in power, this would not be happening. There would be no war in Ukraine. And as much as many of you hate Trump, you know what I'm saying is true. And it begrudges you to have to admit it. But in the four years that he was in office, what problems did we have with anybody? Anybody. Maybe it's good that you have a president that's viewed as being a little kooky with his hand on the nuclear football. You know, maybe that keeps those with ideological differences in check. Now we worry about, you know, the nuclear football being in the hands of of Biden, him shaking so much that he accidentally, you know, discharges it, and that's that. And we go to war for no reason. It's, it's hard to blame one man for a situation like this. 
But in this particular case, the handwriting is on the wall. And the position that he has put us in, with now his own energy department indicating that the the suspension of the uh, the pipeline, the beginning of the term, was was a mistake. Not only in terms of jobs, but in terms of revenue back to the government and also independent energy supply. We don't have our own energy right now. We don't have it. How many times have I, and I'm nobody special, I'm just echoing what I hear from my colleagues in Washington. If we do not have our hand on our own water supply, our own food supply, farming, our own you know, borders in check, you can scratch that one off. And if, we not, if we're not manufacturing our own energy, we're right for the taking. All of these issues that I've just spouted out, you know, have to be considered issues of defense, strong defense for America. And we're not there on maybe all but one of them. It's very sad. Very sad. Jim, you're on KMJ. Hi. Hello. Hello there. Yeah, great. This yeah. is uh, Jim. I, the reason why I'm calling is it's kind of upsetting to me what Biden's doing. But most importantly, I can't understand the American people. We had a president that, well, let's back up. Everybody that you hear that's calling, they say that he doesn't have the cojones to do whatever. We had a president that did, but yet they elected to vote him out to get this so-called president in. It makes no sense to me why the Americans do this to their own country. You're right. I hate to say it. I hate to say a lot of things I've said today. Thank you for the call. This is completely self-inflicted. And Biden will be the first to remind you that more people voted for him than any other president. I don't believe that. I don't believe that to be true. Um, But I'll let him say it. You know, I'll let him go on and say that he's created 12 million jobs when there's actually 2.7 million created. That's his own labor department. I mean, the, the, the lies that have come out of his mouth or the fabrications or the misspeaking or whatever you want to call it, which the world has been privy to. You know, I've got friends all over the world. I hear from Greece. I hear from England. I hear from Finland. I hear from Spain. Rarely from Spain, but I have friends there. I, I hear from Ukraine all the time. I hear from Russia. Friends that I've made in these countries. And all of them, in the very end of Trump's term and the election of Biden, they were like, oh, thank God. This is wonderful. You guys have finally come to your senses. Oh, you've done the right thing. Every one of these people, maybe with the exception of my Spanish friend, (laughs) um, have all come back to me and said, God, in hindsight, were we wrong? We felt safe. We hated to admit it. Your guy was goofy. But we felt the world was safe. We felt safe. Now we do not feel safe. And I gotten back to them. And, and this is the guy that you lauded, that you wanted to be president of the United States? I mean, foreign influence has a lot on, well, I don't know how much it, it has on influencing an American vote. But when you're, you're hearing everybody around the world complaining about Trump, 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 he's weird, he's got a big mouth. But at the same time, they are benefiting 
by the piece that he has helped fabricate. You know what I'm saying? And now, again, and these are just individual people like me and you, nothing special. I'm not special. They're not special. We're just a bunch of ham and eggers doing our job. And they are saying to me now, God, were we wrong? The fact that my English lady friend of 40-some-odd years is now saying that, holy Moses, pigs are really flying, really flying. Break time at News Talk 580-1059 KMJ and the Ray Appleton program. Happy Tuesday. Glad you're here. Thanks again to Clint Olivier for, you know, keeping the fort running on Friday. We will be right back. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby, the whole school. Yeah, I me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Right now, the Valley's legendary Ray Appleton. The Ray Appleton Podcast, KMJnow.com. I want to tell you a little bit of a story that's going on in the world right now. And then I want to tell you about what somebody did when they were made aware of this, that a lot of you have forgotten about this thing, all right? You've got security agencies and government officials in several countries in the Middle East and North Africa. These government agencies have been using social media platforms and mobile dating apps to crack down on LGBTQ people. In some cases in the Middle Eastern countries, when these people are discovered, that means death. It's a new findings uh, by the Human Rights Watch um, exposing you know digital methods of clamping down on this community in this region of North Africa and the Middle East. For years, the community has relied on online platforms for safety and privacy, to kind of sidestep oppression, discrimination due to social stigma and the laws that criminalize their their expression. Who was that president who told the Middle Eastern nations if they started taking these people in, jailing them, killing them, doing everything that they're now starting to do, who was that president that said that they would receive the wrath of the United States and its fullest power, I guess. I mean, to think of a better word. It was Donald Trump. It was Donald Trump warning Iran. And then Syria. And then our ally, Turkey. Turkey eased up, by the way, right after that warning from Trump. This is that crazy, orange-headed, fake-tanned president that everybody hated so much. Do you remember this at all? Google it. Now, the other thing we need to worry about is the growing nuclear arsenal in North Korea. The latest missile launches are a demonstration of the country's avowed ability 
to use nuclear force against anybody they damn well choose, including South Korea and us. If North Korea launches at the United States, what are they going to take out? What have they said they're going to take out? It's old information from the current leader's father. They're going to take out the breadbasket. They're going to take out the food-making machine. They're going to take out California. That's a North Korean launch. If Kim Jong-un listens to Kim Jong, the, the words of Kim Jong-il and does what daddy said. North Korea claims its nuclear forces are capable of destroying its rivals anywhere in the world now. And this is often followed with its provocative weapons test and launch details. Many foreign experts call the North's claims to be propaganda and suggest that they're not capable of hitting the U.S. yet. But do we want to take that chance? There's no question that, that North Korea has nukes. There's no question that the missiles, you know, place the U.S. mainland, South Korea, Japan within striking distance. What's not clear is if the country has mastered the tricky engineering required to join the bombs and the missiles. That is a secret only known to a handful of people on this planet. You just can't put a nuclear bomb on a missile and expect it to be stable until it hits its target. Nuh-uh. Now, they've already demonstrated their missiles could fly far enough to reach deep into the continental U.S., but it's not clear they can survive re-entering the Earth's atmosphere upon arrival. Follow me? They'll burn up at this point. North Korea has launched its, its Haswang 15 intercontinental ballistic missile on Saturday to verify their weapons reliability and the combat, combat readiness of the country's nuclear forces. It's, it's it, Correct me if I'm wrong. You, some of you may be better experts than I am. It's one of, I believe, three kinds of ICBMs that North Korea has developed along with the Aswang, and I don't know if I'm saying this right, 14 and 17. All three are liquid-fueled, and North Korea has portrayed them as being all nuclear-capable. But, but, it's not clear whether they know that intricate link of setting one of these nuclear you know, bombs on a missile warhead. Phone calls. Connie, hi. Connie, uh, uh, for me? Are you Connie? Yes, I sure am. Well, oh, talk to me. Connie. Thank you. <laughs> well, Ray, I, I, you said that you didn't really believe that Biden got more votes than any other president in history. And I think I was so happy to hear that because I think common sense would tell you that, right? Because he campaigned from the basement and... Uh, so I was just excited to hear that, and uh, um, I just wish we all, all the media would have supported the voter fraud issues because uh, we knew something terrible like this would happen and, and could culminate in a World War III, which is very scary. And, uh, you know, we pretty much knew how many votes you could get when you were in the basement. And uh, our country was doing so great. We were, we, Trump was too close to finding the deep state. Uh, that is destroying our country, and now they have full run of the country, and now look at what's happening. You know, we're sitting in a socialist country, which is, we might never be able to return. So I hope in the future uh, we really need media support on this election fraud because common sense could tell us that it happened. And, 
any support for voter fraud from, from you and the media would be really appreciated because um, what's happening is what we're afraid of. And we knew who Biden was. So that's what's so scary. The only thing I can rely on is my gut and common sense, as you said. But at the same time, I, I'm also privy to some things that leave me now with many questions about what really happened in 2020. Uh, Connie, i got to let you go. I'm up against the uh, clock here. Maybe I'll say a little bit more about what you and I are talking about when we come back. I'm not committing to voter fraud on a grand scale as of yet, but something happened. Um, and it coincided with the first time that we were you know, voting by mail on such a grand scale. And that's proven to be a mess in other countries who have tried it. I'll be right back. I'm Ray Appleton. Stay put. It's the Ray Appleton Podcast from KMJ and KMJNow.com. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 